Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because you guys paid for all this. You guys paid for all this. This is Megacorp, an investigative podcast exposing some of the world's most unethical corporations. This series is about Amazon. I'm Jake Hanrahan, journalist and documentary filmmaker. Megacorp is produced by H11 for Cool Zone Media. Today we're going to be looking into Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin. Now this is going to sound a bit weird, but when I think of the Blue Origin project, I'm always reminded of this scene from the 1996 video game Command and Conquer Red Alert. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! Not even Command and Conquer, a war game set in an alternate reality, could predict that mega corporations would start to commercialize space. But here we are, 2022, and Bezos, the richest man on Earth, is sending other rich people into space. Well, sort of into space. Blue Origin doesn't actually quite get there, but we'll go into that later in the episode. Now, if you don't know what Blue Origin is, let's start at the beginning. Preparing for a rocket-powered 2,300-mile-per-hour excursion to the edge of space, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos will take his astral journey on the New Shepard, a reusable rocket developed by his company Blue Origin. Command engine start. Two, one. New Shepard was designed to shuttle up to six paying customers more than 62 miles above the Earth's surface for a few moments of weightlessness and panoramic views, earning the flyers their astronaut wings. So Blue Origin is Jeff Bezos's private spaceflight company. Bezos, of course, being the founder of Amazon. Despite only really getting media attention in the last year or so due to its several rocket launches, Blue Origin was actually incorporated on the 8th of September in the year 2000. Bezos clearly had this idea in his head for a long time before he made it a reality. Blue Origin has several different facets to it, but the main aim of the company is to make it easier and cheaper for people to visit space. 
not just astronauts or scientists or NASA, anybody who can afford it. On their website, Blue Origin say they are, quote, committed to building a road to space so our children can build the future, end quote. It sounds a bit ominous to me, to be honest. It's weird considering we're talking about potentially colonising space here. I'd say there's plenty to be fixed on Earth before we think about that. But anyway, so Blue Origin goes on to say, quote, Blue Origin was founded by Jeff Bezos with the vision of enabling a future where millions of people are living and working in space for the benefit of Earth. In order to preserve Earth, Blue Origin believes that humanity will need to expand, explore, find new energy and material resources and move industries that stress Earth into space. Blue is working on this today by developing partially and fully reusable launch vehicles that are safe, low cost and serve the needs of all civil, commercial and defence customers. Blue Origin has been flight testing the New Shepard rocket and its redundant safety systems since 2012. The program has had 18 successful consecutive missions, including three successful escape tests, showing the crew escape system can activate safely in any phase of flight. End quote. Now, this might not be relevant, but as a side note here, as I was researching all of this, it struck me that the Blue Origin website feels quite amateur, considering the gravity of what they're doing. For example, it's quite badly written with extremely long sentences. Their copyright is out of date on the footer of the page. Some of the photos used are out of focus or people are caught mid blink and their logo isn't even at the top of the site. I don't know, I'm an absolute nutcase for stuff like that, but I couldn't go into space with them off the back of their website. Anyway, that's Blue Origin. You might remember when Bezos first went into sort of space on one of the New Shepard rockets on the 20th of July, 2021. After landing back on the ground, he came out with this now infamous speech. I want to thank... Uh every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because you guys paid for all of this. So seriously, for every Amazon customer out there and every Amazon employee, thank you from the bottom of my heart very much. Uh, it's very appreciated. At the time when Bezos came out with this at the press conference, surrounded by other rich people who'd just gone to suborbital space with him, Amazon was in the news for surprise, mistreatment of workers and union busting. As you can imagine, Bezos turning around and saying, thanks for your custom, it's allowed me to fly off into space, was not really well received by the Amazon workers and anyone that has an issue with Amazon workers being mistreated. Anyway, Blue Origin stresses that to keep costs down, their rockets are all about reusability. They say, quote, both New Shepard and New Glen, one of their other shuttles, have been designed with reusability in mind from the beginning. Their vertical takeoff, vertical landing architecture enables us to reuse the first stage of our launch vehicles 25 times with minimal refurbishment, resulting in 25 times less waste because we don't throw the hardware away. Both vehicles have throttleable liquid-fueled engines, allowing for precision landing back on the landing platform. 
This allows for higher asset utilization for all our vehicles, which decreases the costs and increases availability for all our customers. End quote. Doesn't seem that the person who wrote that has ever heard of punctuation. Um, and again, on a side note, that wasn't quite verbatim as I had to correct spelling mistakes and glaringly obvious syntax typos from Blue Origin's official website. But anyway, so as I just said, Bezos's Blue Origin is saying 25 times less hardware waste. But what about the environmental impact? According to the 2022 World Inequality Report, one spaceflight emits more carbon dioxide than most of the world's population creates in their entire lifetime. To me, knowing that, it seems a bit ironic for Blue Origin to be talking about paving the way to a brighter future for our kids when their very MO of regular commercial space flights will destroy the Earth's environment quicker. Now, it's not about do you believe in climate change or anything like that. This is just a fact of what is happening. Now, whilst Blue Origin says it wants to make commercial space travel cheap, they don't mean the same kind of cheap as the way most people understand it. Cheap to me, for example, is, say, 30 pence for a pint of milk. My point is, the people who'll be taking these space flights will almost definitely already be very rich. For them, sure, it might be cheap, but for your average man and woman on the street, Blue Origin's space trips will be completely and utterly unobtainable forever. So in theory, whilst these rich people are flying around like the Jetsons, claiming to be advancing society for us, your everyday man and woman are getting blasted in the long run with unprecedented levels of carbon dioxide buildup in the atmosphere. Now, why does carbon dioxide matter? Well, if there's too much carbon dioxide, the Earth gets too hot. If the Earth gets too hot, we're all fucked, basically. The oceans will go toxic, food will become scarce, crops won't grow, and brutal climate wars will undoubtedly erupt. Carbon dioxide levels have been steadily rising on Earth for the past 100 years, now hitting levels that scientists say have been unprecedented for hundreds of thousands of years. So we're already wrecking the shop due to excessive pollution where the carbon dioxide levels come from, and now the rich commercial space people want to save us by dumping out a load more carbon dioxide via space shuttles we'll never be able to afford to ride in. Doesn't sound like a great deal to me. Here's something from the World Inequality Report that I just mentioned that really sums up all of this in a more technical manner. Quote, Perhaps the most conspicuous illustration of extreme pollution associated with wealth inequality in recent years is the development of space travel. An 11-minute flight emits no fewer than 75 tonnes of carbon per passenger. About 1 billion individuals emit less than 1 tonne per person per year. Over their lifetime, this group of 1 billion individuals does not emit more than 75 tonnes of carbon per person. End quote. Now, they didn't say which commercial space company they're referring to here, but bear in mind that Bezos's Blue Origin flight in July 2020 was about 11 minutes long, and this article mentions an 11-minute space flight. 
Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Envy's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. All of this isn't just speculation either. In 2018, the US government themselves released a report acknowledging that climate change will hit low-income communities the hardest. The report, known as the Fourth National Climate Assessment, was created by a team of more than 300 experts from the US government and the private sector. Their aim was to analyse the impact of climate change on America. As reported by journalist Carmen Chappelle, the government report states that low-income populations, quote, typically have less access to information, resources, institutions, and other factors to prepare for and avoid the health risks of climate change. People with a lower income usually live in neighbourhoods with the greatest exposure to climate and extreme weather events, end quote. So again, the people who will be hit the hardest should the world eventually crumble under the weight of too much carbon monoxide will be those with less money, likely the sort of people who end up working in an Amazon warehouse. All of this is currently just to get to the outer limits of our atmosphere. That would obviously be a very cool experience. It looks really cool when you see the videos of Blue Origin. But it's a lot of damage to the environment to not actually get out into space proper. These flights are suborbital. They go to the edge of space, but not Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin space. Right now, it's just a very rich person's fairground ride dressed up as the future of civilization. I wanted to talk about the dangers it poses to the environment, not to be preachy, but to show that when Blue Origin is talking about building a future for our kids, they're either not taking into account how badly this could affect people from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, or they just don't care. You can decide which one it is yourself. The carbon monoxide dumping is not the only issue related to Blue Origin. As is with every tentacle of the beast that is Amazon, there is always a scandal afoot. Blue Origin is no different. Serious allegations of past safety practices and the workplace culture at Blue Origin. That's the space company founded by billionaire Jeff Bezos. Ally Abrams is one of a group of current and former Blue Origin employees who have issued a public letter exposing what they describe as a toxic atmosphere at the Amazon founder's commercial space company. She believes the company sacrificed safety because Bezos wanted to win the space race. 
Last year in September 2021, a group of former and current Blue Origin employees signed an open letter about the company alleging that Bezos had created an unsafe working environment in a bid to win the billionaire commercial space race. 21 people signed the letter and their warning that the Blue Origin rockets could be unsafe. One of the Blue Origin engineers who signed the open letter went as far as to say, quote, Blue Origin has been lucky that nothing has happened so far, end quote. The open letter goes on to say, quote, Today, Blue Origin is selling seats on rockets, stating safety is their top mission, despite the fact that very few regulations are in place to ensure that this is truly the case. Internally, many of us did not see leadership invest in prioritizing sound systems engineering practices. Systems engineering products were created for New Shepard after it was built and flying, rather than in the design phase. This impacted verification efforts. End quote. The letter also claims that Blue Origin CEO Bob Smith personally made sure that an authoritarian environment was built at Blue Origin to try and stifle any issues employees working there might have. As we know from previous episodes of Megacorp, this is a tried and tested tactic at Amazon. In the case of Bezos's Blue Origin, Smith's alleged behavior may lead to serious safety issues. From the letter, quote, Professional dissent at Blue Origin is actively stifled. Smith personally told one of us to not make it easy for employees to ask questions at company town halls, one of the only available forums for live open discussion. Smith also asked his COO for a list of employees who were troublemakers or agitators. The list was then distributed to senior leaders so they could have a talk with the agitators in their groups. Critics inside the company have been forced out for speaking up and offering payment in exchange for signing even more restrictive non-disclosure agreements, including some of the engineers who ensure the very safety of the rockets. Smith's inner circle of loyalists makes unilateral decisions, often without the buy-in of engineers, other experts, or senior leaders across various departments. End quote. So according to these 21 current and former Blue Origin employees who wrote this essay slash open letter, the place is run with a Stasi-like attitude where profit and speed is more important than safety and well-being. Where have we heard that before? It's like as above in space with Blue Origin, so below in the Amazon warehouse. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Let's hear what Blue Origin whistleblower Alexandra Abrams had to say about her time at Blue Origin. When I first joined Blue Origin, I felt like I was in Star Trek. <laughs> and 
I think I came to tears once when I was saying how grateful I was to be a part of this journey. The culture was one of collaboration, innovation, excitement, enthusiasm, nerdiness, which I just loved. But that did not stay the same for very long. She worked there as the head of internal communications from 2017 to 2019 before she was fired. She says because her managers claim to have lost trust in her. I spend my days telling employees how we're saving humanity and the planet. <laughs> and on the other end, having the wool pulled over my eyes about taking rights away from our employees. It was great that Blue Origin was smooth and steady and slow until Jeff started becoming impatient and Elon and Branson were getting ahead. And then we started to feel this increasing pressure and impatience that would definitely filter down from leadership. When she's referring to Musk and Branson there, she's referring, of course, to Elon Musk and Richard Branson. Elon Musk owns SpaceX. He's also been sending commercial rockets up into space. And Richard Branson has a similar thing with a Virgin commercial space shuttle thing. According to Alexandra Abrams, the pressure to beat those lot led to an environment of fear in the workplace. You cannot create a culture of safety and a culture of fear at the same time. They are incompatible. Oftentimes, when I would try to reconcile what I was hearing from the engineers who were close to the vehicle versus leadership about risk and safety, I would often go to leadership and say, okay, how am I supposed to think about this? And often the response would be, oh, well, that person in particular just doesn't have a high enough risk tolerance. Just doesn't have a high enough risk tolerance. That wasn't bad enough. There are several allegations of sexism and harassment at Blue Origin. Women at Blue Origin were absolutely treated differently than men. Their ideas were not valued as much. They were not listened to. So, on the surface, Blue Origin sounds like our gateway to a sci-fi type future. The human race will jump on a Jeff Bezos space shuttle and go to work on different planets to sort of save everyone else on Earth. In reality though, the sheer amount of carbon dioxide each trip dumps into the atmosphere could potentially rapidly increase the levels of pollution and global warming here on Earth. Not only that, from what we've just heard, there are some very serious allegations of safety concerns at Blue Origin. Actual engineers have signed the open letter saying things like this, quote, In 2020, company leaders demonstrated increasing impatience with New Shepard's schedule of a few flights per year. Their goal, routinely communicated to operations and maintenance staff, was to scale to more than 40. Some of us felt that with the resources and staff available, leadership's race to launch at such a breakneck speed was seriously compromising flight safety. End quote. Now, after hearing that, bear in mind that apparently 13 of the 21 people who signed this open letter are engineers that work or have worked at various different levels in Blue Origin. This isn't just somebody pulling this out of thin air. These people know what they're doing. As if the safety allegations weren't bad enough, there's this to top it off. 
Allegations that a, quote, former executive frequently treated women in a condescending and demeaning manner, calling them baby girl, baby doll or sweetheart and inquiring about their dating lives. His inappropriate behaviour was so well known that some women at the company took to warning new female hires to stay away from him, all while he was in charge of recruiting employees. It appeared that he was protected by his close personal relationship with Bezos. It took him physically groping a female subordinate for him to finally be let go. End quote. Like with other things under the umbrella of Amazon, it sounds to me like top to bottom there are very serious problems at Blue Origin. The thing that really spooked me the most though was something said by one of the engineers internally. CBS News obtained this. It's a Blue Origin internal memo written by one of their engineers in 2020. In it, the engineer wrote, quote, Our path is not a sufficiently safe path. End quote. Blue Origin, not a sufficiently safe path. On the next episode of Megacorp, we'll be looking at a specific set of individual scandals at Amazon that don't really fit into their own box. They concern Amazon warehouse workers, drivers, and the choice of security guards that Amazon have once hired. Megacorp is made by my production company, H11, for Cool Zone Media. It's written, researched, and produced by myself, Jake Hanrahan. It was also produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music is by Sam Black, graphics by Adam Doyle, and sound engineering by Splicing Block. If you want to get in touch, follow me on social media at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public... The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.